0: Head to NetSuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 12th. Today, I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Back from summer recess, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he wants to go there while lawmakers are also trying to avoid a government shutdown. Kevin McCarthy has directed House committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden for allegedly profiting off of his son's foreign business deals. House Republicans are moving forward while also acknowledging that they don't yet have evidence of any direct wrongdoing on the part of the president. Here is Kevin McCarthy explaining why he thinks this step of an impeachment inquiry is necessary. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction and corruption, and they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. You may be wondering what is an impeachment inquiry? How does it differ from the impeachment process? It is basically the first step towards an impeachment process. It allows the committees to further investigate and decide whether or not an impeachment is required, where there are high crimes or misdemeanors committed by an official. Now, White House spokesman Ian Sams railed against this move. He posted on social media saying it is, quote, extreme politics at its worst. And the Biden campaign put out a statement from spokesperson Amar Musa, who said, quote, Kevin McCarthy cemented his role as the Trump campaign's super surrogate by turning the House of Representatives into an arm of his presidential campaign. McCarthy said House Oversight Committee, led by Chairman James Comer, will be the committee that spearheads this inquiry effort. Of course, there will be coordination with Jim Jordan, the chairman of Judiciary, as well as the Ways and Means Committee. All three committees have been involved to date in investigations into the Biden family. And the chairman have already sent a letter to the Department of Justice seeking documents and information related to quote any attempts by Hunter Biden's legal team to pressure the Department of Justice to prosecute IRS agents Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler for blowing the whistle. Shapley was removed from the investigation and Ziegler testified that DOJ officials slow-walked the probe into Hunter Biden's tax issues. Okay, that's all of the what of today. But what about the how, the why. Let's start with the how. There is not a plan to have a full House floor vote to formally authorize this impeachment inquiry. Well, why is that? It's likely because Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes to pass that on the floor of the House of Representatives, meaning there is not unanimity among his own fellow Republicans the conference that he leads in the House, to move forward with this impeachment inquiry. Believe me, if he had that level of support, and remember, he can only spare four votes with his narrow majority, if he had that level of support among his conference, he would bring this to the floor. Today, he was asked about that, and his defense was he's following Nancy Pelosi's lead because when she announced an impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump four years ago, she did not immediately have a floor vote in the House. And McCarthy was under pretty substantial pressure to do this, even if he didn't have the votes. But he had issued a statement to Breitbart on September 1st, 11 days ago, where he vowed to hold a floor vote to open an impeachment inquiry. So within 11 days, he's reversed course. And it's that piece of process that the Biden team has been most focused on, that he was hypocritical. He completely flip-flopped on the process piece and then tagging it all as part of the extreme MAGA agenda. What else is playing into McCarthy's move? Well, as you know, McCarthy's entire speakership is a story of repeated attempts of survival. We saw that with 15 rounds of voting just to become Speaker. We saw how he navigated the House Freedom Caucus and the right wing during the debt ceiling negotiations. They're still smarting over the way that that came to conclusion, the conservatives are, and so they are applying a ton of pressure. On McCarthy about the upcoming spending bills that would need to get passed in order to avoid a shutdown at the end of the fiscal year, a government shutdown scheduled for September 30th if they don't either pass a continuing resolution or in some way keep funding the government. So McCarthy's trying to give something here on impeachment, another big desire of the right wing of the conference in hopes that it helps him solve the riddle of how to avoid a government shutdown. All of this, while some of his most constant critics from the right, like Matt Gates, the congressman of Florida, continue to hammer away at him. Here was Gates on the House floor earlier today. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a conservative rabble rouser in the House Republican conference who is very aligned with Matt Gates on most things, although she is a supporter of Kevin McCarthy's. She expressed her strong support for the speaker's opening of an impeachment inquiry. I think Americans deserve truth. They deserve transparency. And we need this investigation to go as long as it needs to, to uncover all the corruption that has been involved in covering up Joe Biden's crimes. According to CNN's reporting, one moderate Republican lawmaker said they believe there were as many as 30 Republicans who didn't think there was enough evidence for an impeachment. And that's based on informal conversations with colleagues That includes Congressman Ken Buck, a member of the House Judiciary Committee, a congressman from Colorado. Buck, who is a member of the House Freedom Caucus, strongly opposes an impeachment inquiry at this moment in time. Listen to him on MSNBC over the weekend. If we start going down these paths that that really bear no fruit, we we are not going to get an impeachment through the Senate. And so uh, we can waste our time on issues that are not important, or we can focus on issues that are. The time for impeachment is the time when there's evidence linking President Biden, uh, if there's evidence, linking President Biden to a high crime or misdemeanor. That doesn't exist right now. Buck will be receiving a briefing from House Oversight Committee this week on the evidence they believe does exist. But not all the members of the Republican conference who have at times expressed concerns about McCarthy's path forward on some of these issues in dealing with the right wing of his conference are aligned here. South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace, a member of the House Oversight Committee, told CNN she supported an impeachment inquiry but expressed concern about actually voting out articles of impeachment from the House of Representatives. So if that is a tool in the toolbox that we can use to get more evidence for the American people, then I'm going to support it. The problem is, if you do the inquiry, how do you avoid doing an actual impeachment? And, you know, that puts a lot of seats up at risk, particularly for Republicans who won Biden districts. This impeachment development is not the most welcome news among Senate Republicans. Pretty divided conference there as well. You have folks like the number two Republican in the Senate, John Thune, expressing thoughts that this may not be the wisest path forward for Republicans. Lindsey Graham spoke to my colleague Manu Raju, and he said there really should be a vote to launch an inquiry. If you're going to impeach a president, you should have an inquiry vote. The Democrats didn't do that. But I think the way to make an inquiry legitimate is to have a vote as to whether or not you should have one at all rather than just the leadership deciding. I think it's really important and telling as you compare what Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats did in 2019 with the first Trump impeachment and what McCarthy was doing today with this Biden impeachment inquiry. Pelosi had waited until her vulnerable members, the majority makers, those freshman Democrats from red districts at the time, who were really reluctant to move towards Trump impeachment, when they finally got on board, that's when Pelosi started moving down this road. The politics are totally reversed here. Kevin McCarthy's being driven not from his vulnerable members, the majority makers, the people who win the districts who actually give him enough seats to become speaker. Here, he's being led by the hard right wing conservatives in this conference because he's concerned about his own survival as speaker. And that is a significant difference in sort of the internal House politics as McCarthy proceeds forward here with a very, very politically tricky process. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.